Hello, everyone, and welcome to Pokemon Go Big Podcast. This is episode one. I am your host, The Blevins. With me, as always, even though this is the first episode, is Phelan. What's up, buddy? Not much. What is up on your end? Not too much. I hear I hear some Frankerzies in the background, but <laughs> maybe it's a maybe it's a Puchiana. Are you catching Pokemon? Are you catching real life Pokemon right now? Uh, if the servers were up, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The feels bad, man. Uh, but this is a podcast that we started doing. We actually have recorded a pilot episode that doesn't exist. Ooh, maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. But this is technically our episode one, uh, and we're doing a companion uh, companion podcast. So throw this bad boy on while you're going on your pokey walks and you've got something to listen to that's not the heart-wrenching music that makes you just want to gouge your ears out after a while have you ever listened to the music in pokemon go phelan uh no is it similar to the music from like pokemon games in general it's similar it's not the same it's like loosely based on it and it just sounds off it it's not terrible music, but it's like over and over and over and over and over again. So yeah, I still never actually played the game with sound on. Yeah, I did a couple of when I do a long walk. I do because I put my headphones in and I listen to music. Although usually I just listen to podcasts, so that's kind of what we're here for. So now you guys can listen to a podcast about Pokemon Go while you're listening and watch out for. Oh God, watch out for that car! Oh uh, no, okay, didn't get hit by car. Hopefully it didn't. Get hit by car. That's going to be a recurring joke. Uh, as as unfunny as it may be, it's going to keep happening. <laughs> okay, but let's get into it. Uh, we're going to talk about... Oh, God, the blood! <laughs> it's just going to be an hour of us just making the same joke over and over again. Uh, I've pretty much done a podcast like that already. But um, We're going to talk about some cool stuff we saw over the week. Uh, a couple of stories, a couple of good stories, a couple of bad stories, a couple of tips... And uh, some other stuff. I don't know. We'll kind of we're gonna kind of wing it, whatever. But let's start out with a link that I found. And just so you guys know, all the links that we talk about in the show, or at least the ones I remember to put in the show notes, will be in the show notes or the description underneath the episode, uh, depending on where it is. It'll be they'll be findable somewhere. And if they're not, just ask us on Twitter where they are. So. I found this uh, picture. I stole it from Reddit. It's a Rick and Morty picture, and I wanted to, I wanted to read it entirely in Rick's voice, but I'm I'm not gonna do the whole thing. I'm I'm gonna, I'm just gonna read a little bit of it. It's, uh, Morty, are you sure you uh want to transfer that Pokemon to me? No takebacks, Morty. It, it starts out like that, so uh, and it goes on. Rick is to, basically if you've watched the show Rick and Morty imagine exactly what Rick would say to Morty and that's what it is I'll post the link it was pretty funny and you you immediately read it in Rick's voice in your mind and I read it out loud in Rick's voice so it's pretty great I can say that I did not do that because I have never seen Rick and Morty oh fail Rick and Morty uh, 10 I've out heard 10 a lot of good things would, from a lot of 10 people out of 10 and do suggest very, it's, very much suggested. It's on my list of things that I know I need to watch, but I've never quite got around to it. Uh, yeah, 100% suggest. Could not give it higher honors. Uh, but we are going to move on. Uh, talk about... We're going to kind of keep you guys up to date with where we are in Pokemon Go. It's going to kind of be a journey for all of us. Um, so last week we talked about our highest CP Pokemon and some of the gym takeovers that we did. And I don't really remember what my Pokemon was, what my top CP Pokemon were last week. And sadly, as of right now, as of our recording, the Pokemon Go servers have been down basically for the last at least five hours. Cause I was trying yeah, to Yeah, blame work. Japan. Yeah, blame blame Japan and also blame some random hacker group that said they're going to be... Uh, okay, I do want to talk about this because we don't have it anywhere in our notes, but I want, I just that reminded me I wanted to bring it up. When, over the weekend on Saturday, when Canada was let in, mm -hmm. all, and the servers were down, there was news up that uh, Niantic was saying that they were being DDoSed, mm -hmm. and that's why the servers were down. But they were DDoSing themselves because they let Canada in and just didn't have the bandwidth. So, like, they weren't D being DDoSed out of, like, you know, 
some hatred from some sort of hacker group. They're being DDoSed by the fact that they just let Canada in and couldn't support it. <laughs> and, and I'm they like, just blame the hacker group. They didn't blame any hacker group. All they said was they're being DDoSed. Like that was all they said. And I'm just like, no, you're not being DDoSed. You're just don't have sufficient servers for letting in another country. That's yeah, the problem. I feel like they completely miss. They just did not understand how big the game was going to be by like any stretch of the word. Yeah, and you would think that they would try to fix the servers before they would let in other countries in, or at least try to update some of the problems in the game. Like it's just ridiculous that it seems like they're more worried about getting the game out to more people and making money than actually making it a good app. I, the the yeah. best way I've heard this described is it's a great game but a terrible app, and. Yeah. I 100% agree with that, and like this is an, it's an atrocious app. Like it, it's amazing that this game might win game of the year for all it's done, but from an app perspective, it belongs in the gutter. Yeah, it, there's a lot of issues right now, and I think it's the the dream of the perfect Pokemon Go, the idealized Pokemon Go that really keeps a lot of us going. Because when you think about it, like if you just take away all the like stupid little stuff that is just annoying and doesn't work out of the game, like if you just make it work correctly, it's just, it's just a beautiful thing. It really is. Uh, which explains why there's so many people that are playing it right now and kind of why a lot of their problems are, are happening. But I am going to, I've tried to withhold my judgment of being the armchair uh, programmer and app maker because I, I personally know nothing about it. I know, Phelan, you have a lot more experience with game design, game making, and that whole uh, and programming. And programming, yeah. You know a lot more. <laughs> the fact about that I do that, that for a living. Yeah. You know a lot more about that than me. So I'm going to let you do, I'm going to let you fight the battles because I maybe. To my de own detriment, I just give them the benefit of the doubt, um, and I might—I mean, I, I may be the only person in the world that does that. No, I, I'm kind of with you a little bit. I work with a guy, and we were talking, and he was complaining about the servers, and I—I I made the comment that like even Blizzard, who is you know hands down probably the best game development studio in the world, just mm -hmm. based off of the games, every game they've ever made has been high quality and great, and has made tons of money, and they're you know they have their own convention mm -hmm. and like whatever you want to say they're they're a fantastic company even when they launch a brand new game their servers tend to struggle a little yeah. bit just you know for maybe 24 48 hours not very long so i'm willing to give games the benefit of the doubt for a week maybe two weeks yeah. but where i draw the line is where is when they start you know like i said letting in other countries before they fix the initial issue it's like they know the issue exists and that should be your number one priority not getting it into more people's hands, causing more people to have problems. Because I'm afraid that if we let it go the way it is, this game's going to just turn into a fad rather than, an, you know, a, mm -hmm. a game that people are going to play down the road because they're just going to get so turned off by the fact that, hey, I, you know, I today's the only day I was able to go out and catch Pokemon and the servers have been down all day because yeah. I almost encountered that on Saturday. Yeah, that's that's true. It's not uh, it's not fun. It only takes one or two times where you were really planning on going on a big wall, a big poke walk, and having the servers be down. Where you're just like, I'm just not gonna try anymore. Yeah, between work and other responsibilities, mm -hmm. I usually can't make it out during the week. So mm -hmm. once it hits Friday night, Saturday, um, Sun Sunday during the day mm -hmm. is those are the times I gotta try to find some time to go out. And this past weekend, it was Saturday afternoon. And uh, me and my girlfriend went to go out, and all of a sudden the servers were down. And luckily they came back up long enough for us to walk around for maybe an hour, and then they went back down. And mm -hmm. so we called it called it quits. But yeah, yeah. It, it's disappointing um, that that happens. But uh, I definitely I understand that where you're coming from. But I also, if it came out in Japan first and they were releasing it to the U.S. now, I'd be like, give it to me now. I don't care how bad the servers are for everyone else. <laughs> So, uh, I'm 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 gonna so take that for what it's worth. I think, in all honesty, they probably should have just waited to release the game at all. Like this is yeah, this feels like the a game beta, is like honestly. point version. Well, like if you look at the version of the the app, yeah, it's it like point, point three. It's point two nine point zero point two nine point three for Android and one point zero point three for iOS. Yeah, it's just like if you're a version point two, yeah. like that's a scary <laughs> thought. That's true. That's not even. That's not even alpha in most 
game development studios. You know, you're not in yeah. alpha until you're point five, and then usually around point seven, point eight is when you go beta, and then mm-hmm. one is obviously your release. Yeah, it's it it's interesting. The game definitely does feel a lot like a beta, but you know, they I feel like the make a good game people get hushed very quickly by the make a good amount of money people. So who knows? Uh, you know, maybe at some point we can get someone from Niantic on the show. Who, who knows? That'd be kind of cool to, to do though. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. And if, if the way that Nintendo has handled their games after release is any sort of sign, it, it's not going to look good for Pokemon Go because they take a lot of really good concepts uh, like Smash Bros. Melee, like Splatoon, like, and they just don't support them at all. And it's, it's really disappointing the way that Nintendo has handled stuff like that. So I'm hoping that this is a, a new light in that in that respect, and also I hope that they make Pokemon go better just in general. On a quick side note, uh, speaking of Smash Bros, yeah. shout out to Hungrybox winning uh, Evo this past weekend with Jigglypuff. He's a, he's a Jigglypuff main. Nice. So uh, it felt kind of awesome that this is his first ever Evo that he won. And for those of you that don't know, Evo is the biggest fighting game tournament mm-hmm in the world um it's, all, it's and, not even like calling it a tournament doesn't even do it justice it's it, like a festival of tournaments yeah it's basically all the top fighting games in one and mm-hmm. think of it as like the super bowl of you know fighting games like it's it's a big event they It'd be like they the super bowl place... the world series the stanley cup and the world cup all being played in the same weekend yeah they completely sold out a arena in las vegas the same one that like ufc play people fight at um, mandalay bay they completely sold that out yep. for the fight or for the fight <laughs> for the for i guess it for is the for the many fights, fights. <laughs> for the many fights but uh of the smash tournament smash four uh, or smash Box, melee uh melee oh nice hungry box one and he's a jigglypuff main so it just kind of felt right with the timing of pokemon go that pokemon, jigglypuff yep. jigglypuff took it down that's crazy actually uh, yeah yeah well, I'm, I'm not going to go into the... We're, this isn't a Smash Bros. Should we start a, a, a Melee podcast? No, I, I don't know nearly enough about Melee um, to, to have a podcast about it. But, uh, oh, that actually reminds me. My phone just my phone just buzzed, showed that we have another follower. So when, when we started writing the show notes earlier today, I was like, I put a note to be like, hello, 25 followers on on Twitter. Super excited about that. We haven't actually, as of this recording, we haven't actually even posted the first episode, the pilot episode yet. I'm like, wow, we got 25 followers. Only like three or four of those accounts are managed by me. (laughs) Uh, But so it's like kind of cool. We are currently up to, I think, 50. So we doubled within the course of one day. So super excited about that. We're getting a nice steady trickle in of new followers. Uh, hopefully we'll get even more when the episodes are and we actually put out some content but um hello everyone and thank you guys all for following so back and back to our regularly yeah, scheduled program back to what we were talking about before we went on like a 15 minute uh 15 minute junction uh, our highest cp pokemon slash gym takeovers again we're going to be talking about the journey for all of us um so Last week, I think I was at about a six or seven hundred max Pokemon. I think it was at my Hypno was about seven, seven and seven hundred and change was my top. This week, ooh, I felt pretty good. I evolved a another Eevee into a Vaporeon. Hashtag Vape Nation. That's his name. Uh, Mine's just Vape Nation. I don't have the hashtag. No, I actually I should probably change it to hashtag Vape Nation because that sounds even better. But mine's also just Vape Nation. Uh, as is like almost every other meme Pokemon memer that evolved a Vaporeon. Um, but I, I evolved a, I think, CP450 Eevee into an 1100 Vaporeon. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, yeah. Taylor, what, what about you? Do that's you know? pretty awesome. Um, I think last week my highest was. I think in the 200s, like 250, something along those lines. Like I was not very high. I was only level nine last week. I'm up gotcha. to. I'm either 12 or 13. I would check if the app was up, but you know. Yeah, it's still down. I keep checking. <laughs> that problem's there, but I did catch a 500 
mid 500 so we'll call it 550 uh blastoise so wow. that is currently yeah nice. i caught it with pokeballs that's awesome it took it took 50 pokeballs and really? probably 20 berries but oh i because at the time of it i was only level 11 i hadn't yet wow. gotten to great balls so um yeah it took like 50 pokeballs and like 20 berries but i got them that is and that awesome. blastoise will come into play later um possibly in our next section that's awesome because I've never – I haven't actually had an instance where something showed up for me that was significantly higher than what I already had. Oh, yeah. Like it was It was clearly question marks. It was red circle. Like I've I knew I was – very few question mark Pokemon. I don't know. I knew I was in for the long just, haul on that one. That's awesome. Uh, that That's great. Probably um, took me a good 10 minutes to get them. Yeah. I mean well worth it too, right? Yeah. Um, because Squirtle – is and Blastoise is the blue Pokemon that you start with, and you always pick blue for everything. That's why. Yeah, and, you know, and the app. I think oh, the app only crashed like once in the process of all that, so that's not bad. <laughs> oh man, I would have been, I would have been raging. Um, oh, just wait till you hear the story. All right, well, we'll we'll get to that in just a second, and oh, actually, we'll get to it right now. But before that, I wanted to just let you guys know I'm I'm at. You said you're at about level 12 you said 12 or 13 yeah i'm, I'm either 12 or 13 i can't 100 percent remember uh, yeah. whereabouts i left off and i'm at i just hit 16 earlier today before the servers went down um and in terms of gym takeovers i didn't really have any epic fights or anything um except for the constant turf war that myself and many of the people in my office have to go through we have a gym that's not even a block away. It's right across the street from our office. So whenever we have breaks or lunch, we just go over there and we're constantly retaking the gym because the gym is on Main Street. So very heavily foot trafficked area. And people will just go be walking down the street and take the gym back, take it from us. We go down, retake it, take it back. Blah, blah. It, it's a struggle. It's a constant turf war for this one gym. And it's getting the mythical status because now not only are we fighting the random public who just come by with their overpowered Pokemon and take over the gym. There's now a defected clan of people in the office that are red team and are taking it back from us. Good the, boys. The blue team. Paint the town red. No garbage. Those garbage, filthy reds. I have leveraged all of my clout at work to try to get those people fired. We've started using gang signs at our at our work. Oh yeah, we're for... way past gang signs. We're like now we have like different pitches. You are like, in fact a gang. We we are literally a gang. Um, but that's kind of the, the the gym stories I had. We're gonna move on, and we'll start with you, Phelan. We're gonna move on to our bad story of the week. All right. So uh, speaking of that Blastoise, let me just set up the situation. I was at RIT walking down the main strip, which is called the quarter mile. If you listen to the last episode, I explained it a little bit. And that's mm -hmm. basically the main strip that walks through RIT, which is Rochester Institute of Technology, for those of you um, that hadn't listened to the last episode. So where I was there, someone screamed, hey, there's a Blastoise over here. A bunch of people came running. And I'm, you know, I'm sitting there battling this Blastoise, battling this Blastoise. My girlfriend is battling this Blastoise, battling this Blastoise. Um... I finally catch it, mm -hmm. and so I'm I'm done. I'm kind of sitting there. She's still going, uh, trying to catch it, trying to catch it. Nothing. All of a sudden, in the middle of all this, her eggs decide to hatch. <laughs> and so her eggs. She had two of them, and both eggs hatch in the middle of a in the middle of the battle. Like wow. it pulls her out of the battle, and the egg the O pops up. Yeah, she starts hatching them. She gets like. I think a Krabby uh -huh. in something really bad, like something she like absolutely legal. did not need. Yeah. And they both hatch. And by the time she gets through both eggs hatching, gets back into the game, Blastoise is gone. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. She, I have never seen my girlfriend that mad at a video game before. Like, she was furious yeah i'd that, be pretty mad like she like the best part is like she had been battling that blastoise for 10 minutes standing completely still uh -huh. we weren't walking anywhere else we were standing still and all of a sudden out of nowhere her eggs decided to hatch wow. like the gps must have been playing some shenanigans and like thinking she wasn't where she was and it caught her up there and in the mm -hmm. process moved her and yeah all of a sudden her eggs hatch and bye bye blastoise man that is 
brutal. Yeah. That is it's rough. That's, that's just savage. Uh, my bad my bad story of the week is not as it's not it, it's not as pointed directly towards me. Uh, it's just the three foot bug in general. So I think since this weekend, the whole ability for Pokemon to seem like they're closer to you is just gone now. Everything has three feet next to it. Every single Pokemon has three feet next to it. And it's been like that for at least three or four days now. Yeah, I heard a... Well, me and my friends have a theory on why it is... What, why that is a thing. What is um, the theory? So there was a security concern on the street view or something like that with the Google API they were leveraging. Mm-hmm. So they had to switch from like street view to city view uh, for their API. It's so mm-hmm. that whatever that security concern was, all I remember about the security concern is you were able to somehow tell if people were home or not based on uh... being able to look through the API. So, like, that's obviously a problem. You can just see if people are home. If they're not, you can break into people's homes. Right. So they had to switch to a city API. And so I, th- me and my uh, friend think that because of that. We're no um, longer going to see the steps. Well, like, they obviously have to update something on uh, their end. The, mm-hmm. the, the API fix that they would have done would have been on the servers. So they now they need to update the app to correlate with that for the steps to start working again mm. but yeah it, it probably because it's a city view it might not be able to get down close enough to do the steps so it always thinks it's um the closest it could get to finding where it is would be three steps away so that i mean that's our current theory but obviously without being in the code or working for the company no one knows for sure right and oh regardless it's it's an annoying it's an annoying bug and i hope they fix it eventually although there are definitely more pressing issues uh, okay. I don't know about that. I mean, the servers is probably the most pressing issue, but yeah. beyond that, I would say that's probably the second biggest thing because that's it makes yeah, it really tough true. to play the essential part of the game, which is to yeah, catch Pokemon. It, it does make it really tough. It, it like made it it made it go from like catching Pokemon being like the number one thing you want to do when you go for a walk to like, well, at least I'm going to get my steps in. <laughs> like, yeah the best thing you can hope for really and like you'll just like randomly come across pokemon which is not as it's not nearly as rewarding uh but that that those are just some depressing stories let's get a palette cleanse uh you've got a you got a good story for us phelan sure uh so on saturday night i was at rit and um i was originally going to tell a story about how we took my corgi there and uh, basically, I found out all nerds love corgis because every mm-hmm. like single person would stop and want to pet them. And but I decided to tell a better story in that I also met up with my coworker who might be the highest level person that like walks through RIT's campus. Hmm. If not, he's got to be within the top five. Yeah, I think he's level twenty four or twenty five in the wow. game right now. Um, he has like ridiculously seventeen hundred two thousand level Pokemon. He just basically controls whatever he wants to control. Yeah, and there was a guy going around. Uh, taking gyms, he was, I think he was instinct. They're they're instinct gyms, uh-huh. and he he's a mystic player. He was going like literally following the dude around the campus, and every time he would capture a gym, my friend would then go in and retake it, or at least capture it for mystic, mm-hmm. and leave a mag- a level ten magic carp to defend it, <laughs> just as a troll. That's so crazy just, because I saw that happen too. Just to keep the guy from getting, like, keeping the gym. He would literally go in just to take the gym away from that one guy. Mm-hmm. He was only targeting the gyms that this one guy was going after. Yeah. And then he would leave a level 10 Magikarp. The disrespect just... Magikarp. That's become a thing in yeah. the last couple of days. I've seen that a lot. Well, I've seen it once, and I heard other people uh, talking about it. Yeah. So it was, it was, it, it's just, it's just a funny thing to do, you know, if, yeah. if you obviously don't care about the you know the gym and you're just there to either get to collect the coins or you know just, just for the lulls respect yeah yeah it's 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 like it's like uh graffitiing uh a, a gang spot or something like it's just you just leave your your signature there it's your level 10 magic carp no, it's not even like putting a signature it's like you see in like this beautiful artwork that another gang tagged and then you just going up and drawing a dick butt on it that's true like that like, that's basically what it is yeah that's awesome um, my good story I kind of already talked about a little bit is the gang war, the turf war over this this local gym. Um, it was looking really it was looking really bad for us. There was an instinct there was an instinct there. Uh, instinct had taken the gym, our local gym. 
and we're like, oh, we're just going to go down and take it. Uh, the problem was is that it had gone up to level three, so there's three Pokemon in it, which is not a problem, except one of the Pokemon was a level 2200 Snorlax, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be here forever. How are we ever going to beat this? We're going, like, stupid instinct is going to have this gym. We're going to have to look at this every day when we come into work until we get up to that level. Who knows when that's going to have blah, blah, blah. We got six of us to all band together and take down. It took us, it took us a while. It took us like 45 minutes because we had to like, I don't know, we had to like coordinate it right. It took us about 45 minutes, but we worked together and we took down the gigantic Snorlax gym from Awful Instinct and brought it back home to Team Mystic. Felt good. Yeah, I saw a group at it. I saw there was a group at RIT, um, maybe last week, there was like 20 of them that were going around just literally taking every single gym. They were trying to farm the Pokecoins. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, if you can get a nice big group of people, uh, you can basically just go farm Pokecoins so you can get stuff without having to actually pay for it, which is nice. Yeah. Um, I guess we, we'll take a little detour. What 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 is the first thing that you would buy with the Pokecoins? Because I've thought about it a little bit, but I'm not 100% sure. Uh, more space in my item bag. Because mm. I'm constantly having to delete stuff out of there. Yeah. You know, I was thinking the same thing. The only thing that I was considering besides that were extra incubators. That would be my number two. Yeah. But uh, as we'll talk in the features we would like, I'm hoping that there will be another option. Uh, yes, true. I think I agree with you, though. That the extra bag space and the extra Pokemon space are probably the safest bets to go with because they're permanent fixtures. Everything else is a yeah. Like I, well, I don't even need extra Pokemon space. Like I, I assume yeah. the farther I get up, because like I'm trying to save up sixty evolu- roughly sixty evolutions, so I can pop a lucky egg and just you know get a ton of XP. But so obviously, once I get closer to that mark, I'm gonna have a lot of extra Pokemon just sitting around ready to be evolved. So maybe mm-hmm. at some point, I'm gonna have to worry about my space for Pokemon. But like even right now, I, I'm not even halfway filled on my Pokemon because I'm constantly yeah. transferring. Yeah, it's true. Um, so yeah, I, I think I, I agree with you uh, on a whole. But let's move on. We've got uh, we've got a story of the week, and again, guys, we'll post the link in the description. Uh, this one was kind of crazy, and it's. Uh, I hate that the that stuff like this is happening because it's really just making Pokemon Go. It's perpetuating the like myth that Pokemon Go is is terrible for. Uh, is is terrible for society and and. Yeah, but like any sort of news, it's always the bad news that takes triumph over the good right. news. Right. If, you, mean... if you've ever actually sat down to watch your local news, it's horrific for the oh, most part. Oh, it's it's awful. It's just there to scare old people. That's literally what the like TV news channels are. I it 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 makes me sick watching them. But that sadly is what people a lot of people take as like their way of getting information. So. Yeah. It perpetuates a myth, a fable, a, a, a lore that people just eat up because it's it's interesting and it's it's easy to call it the worst thing that's ever happened and it's it's not thought provoking. It's just provoking. Mm-hmm. Uh, so sad. So <laughs> basically, what happened? Uh, there's a video here. Uh, long story short, some guy was playing Pokemon Go and driving and hit a cop car. Like, on camera. A parked cop car. A parked cop car, yeah. On camera. Uh, And it... Uh, Like, if you watch it, like, the dude, like, straight up admits he was playing Pokemon Go, so at least he didn't try to hide it or anything, but... Yeah, I mean, he... Like, it's just a scary thought, because, like, the cops are sitting, standing next to the car. Oh, it could have gone a lot worse. Yeah, like, if he had gone a few more feet to the right, he could have literally run over police officers rather than just hit their car. Mm -hmm. So I mean, it's really stupid what he did, and it's a really bad situation, but, I mean, kudos to him for not trying to uh, hit and run, and he stuck around. Uh, Oh, man, I'm watching it right now. The side of his car is just messed up. I always thought I would use the, use the excuse that, like, I... 
Phelan, did we lose you? Oh, sorry. You I just, accidentally muted myself. Yeah, you just muted yourself. You just um, excuse that what? That I uh, sneezed or like had a sneezing fit and yeah. I couldn't control myself. Or that there was a bee in the car and I'm deathly allergic. That, that would be my excuse because I don't think I would ever admit that I was uh, playing Pokemon Go and driving. I, um, yeah, that, that, that'd be really embarrassing. I prob I don't know. I I don't want to give people advice on trying to lie to the police, but uh <laughs> it's just funny because like you watch the video the police are like walking over to him and the kid just gets out of the car and just immediately shows his phone he, he still has it on his phone as he yeah. gets out of the car he didn't even turn it off yeah uh i mean kudos for for him for you know admitting that he uh messed up horribly um yeah, and luckily yeah. no one got injured. Yeah, luckily no one got injured. I mean, he, I'm sure, learned a, a, a good lesson. And, oh, he'll uh, learn it when his insurance rates go up. Oh, skyrocket. Um, and hopefully everyone listening learns a lesson. Please, guys, don't Pokemon Go and drive. I mean it. I'm not just saying it. To just it, pull over. Don't stop don't, on the middle so of a freeway. If you have a shoulder that you can pull over on. Here's then, the thing. Just don't have it open while you're driving. Now, I understand the allure of having it open and, like, trying to get your steps and, like, trying to hit every Pokemon yeah, stop on the way home. you have to be under, like, 15 miles per hour to get steps, so that's yeah. not even A, you work. have to be under 15 miles an hour, so you're not going to get any steps. So just throw that one right in the garbage. Um, and the wanting to get every Poke stop on the way home or wanting to make sure you don't miss out on a good Pokemon – the risk versus reward is not there. You're not going to see a rare Pokemon on the way home. You're not, even if you can hit every stop and you have like, I don't know, 10 stops on the way home, it's not worth it. Once you get, I'm, I'm only level 16 and the rewards are not worth, it's not worth going way out of your way for a Poke stop. If you're using that logic where you need to have it open while you drive, you should be, walking miles and miles just to get a pokey stop because you're risking way more than it's worth to get it um i i'm a hundred percent serious not tongue-in-cheek or anything please do not play pokemon go and drive um if you really need the stuff that much hire someone to be in the car with you and have them and have them collect it for you if it's that important to you just have someone else in the car yeah it brings a whole, you know, the person riding shotgun has a whole new set of responsibilities. Oh, yeah. It's it's a job now. It 100% yeah. is a job. But uh, enough of that. Um, we're going to move on to another article I found. And this, this is actually really cool. And actually, honestly. I actually real... found this separately of you and then realized you posted it. Yeah. Uh, the day before, that you had found it the day before. I found it earlier today. Yeah. It's a list of all of the potential maximums potential cp maximums for every pokemon in the game i uh, wonder how they figured this out uh, i'm i don't know uh i think our friend chris could explain it better he has gone in and out of the game hacked it and done all sorts of stuff with it and i don't know like the i i don't know is the the short answer because but... like i assumed as your levels would go up you would still be able to have higher and higher CP, but that's clearly not the case. Well, so it, it makes me wonder. The player maximum is is level forty. Is that confirmed? Uh, it's confirmed in the same way that the, these are confirmed. Someone found it in the game data. Somewhere. Okay, because I've heard people, you know, say twenty five was the max, and, and then someone hit twenty five and they no, kept going. I, I heard thirty the, was the max. I, I saw they they hit thirty and kept going. So that's why, like, I, I, I was wondering if there actually was a max. Thirty rewards posted on. Uh, yeah, I exactly like I, people keep saying like, oh, this has got to be the cap, and then someone hits it and keeps is able to keep no, going. So I, was I think wondering. this stuff, the level forty and these numbers are not based on anecdotal evidence. They're based on stuff that was found. See, I don't think code. the. I don't believe that these numbers would be embedded in the code. Because, like, if you look at the link, which we'll have in the podcast notes, they have, like, decimals attached to it. And there's no way, from a coding perspective, that you would get that specific for setting up that sort of thing in code. So it looks like there's some sort of calculation people were doing. Uh, well, you, you might be right, and I honestly don't know. There's really no description for this this link we're going to post it just says that the, these are the max CP. yeah so but if I you look um, yeah mewtwo I, is the highest if once you can get mewtwo mm -hmm. 
Um, however, that's going to happen. If you look at Pokemon that aren't, you know, Pokemon that people currently have found, I think Dragonite is the highest at 3,500. Dragonite is the, is the highest, followed by Snorlax at 31. Um, and then I believe Arcanine or Lapras. I think what Charizard was really high. Let me roll back Charizard's up to the top. High. He's like twenty. Oh, he's only he's only twenty six. You're right. Yeah. So the I think so the highest non highest attainable Pokemon Dragonite followed by Snorlax and then Arcanine and Lapras. However, those are those are all good and well. If you you know can find one hundred and twenty five Dratini candy, you know you've got yourself the most the strongest Pokemon in the game besides me too. However, I mean, same goes for Lapras, same goes for Snorlax. Executor is really high, too. Executor is really high, also relatively rare. Here's the sleeper pick. Here's, I mean, not the sleeper pick, but here's the, like, I think best bang for your buck. Vaporeon. Yeah, hands down. Vaporeon is, I believe, I'm looking at it right now, 2,800? 800. Yeah. yeah followed by Flareon at 26 and Jolteon at 21. Yeah, so long game the I guess either the first or last EV you want to evolve is a Vaporeon, right? So you Probably want... the first and last in all honesty. Yeah, so if you want a relatively high CP early Pokémon, Vaporeon's good. And also if you want your end game Pokémon, Vaporeon's still pretty good. Um at a 20 2800 cp max it's definitely a good investment i just evolved mine like i said uh to a 1100 which is higher than anything else i had so i'm pretty i'm pretty pleased with the vaporeon so far uh i want to just go over a couple of duds that are relatively disappointing uh the main one that sticks out in my mind gengar yeah um, Gengar is my 2000. favorite Pokemon. Yeah, and that... I love Gengar. I don't love him so much in Pokemon Go. That hurt. Yeah, that hurt. Yeah. Not even a 2100 max. Uh, Marowak, who Cubone is relatively rare. I've seen one ever, and I've a I've lot of my never friend, even seen one. Yeah, a lot of my friends. I've never, never seen a Doduo, a, a Doduo yet. There... And, and that's supposed to be fairly common for some people. It. I have friends in New York City who say they see nothing but Doduo. So yeah, so I, I assume they must be really some Cubone. Sort of big city. I don't think is I don't think it. I think is just relatively rare in general. Uh, Marowak, the evolution of Cubone, only a sixteen hundred max. So also pretty pretty weak. Hitmonlee and Hitmonchan also quite weak at fourteen, uh, just about fifteen hundred and just a little bit over fifteen hundred respectively. Um, and I'm just trying to see, I think there was like one more, like all the other, like a lot of the other, um, like, oh, Mr. Mime, oh, a measly 1400 max. Um, so as much as it, it pains me to say a lot of these, a lot of these like rare basic Pokemon, um, you know, the, the Pinsir, the Magmar, Electabuzz, Jinx, Scyther, Mr. Mime, those types of Pokemon, they're really not worth it in the long run. Well, I mean, it kind of depends how you look at it. Because if you uh, look on the uh, click the strongest offensive Pokemon situation for taking down gyms, uh -huh. and you start looking through the list, uh, based on their damage per second and their moves, Gengar might be the highest that I, one of the highest that I'm seeing on here. Interesting. So I guess that is going to break down into what no, CP never mind. For, he's it. he's like he's 41 Golem. Holy crap. Golem is 54 damage per second. Um, he looks like Snorlax is 60 damage per second. Wow. Snorlax just has it all. Yeah, so uh, Vaporeon is 51 damage per second. What's Jolteon? So, um, Joel, I don't know if Jolteon was listed. This is The ones they have listed are the strongest per type, and for electric, Raichu beats, must be beating Jolteon, because Raichu's 32, roughly. Hmm. Well, that's interesting. Um, I'm still not 100% sure what exactly CP is. Um, so, I don't know. I think CP relates more towards, like, health than anything. 
but there's also hit point. Like HP is another stat. Yeah, well, I mean health. Well, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, maybe at some point they'll have a more robust, and it, it's possible that it already exists. I just haven't looked into it. They'll have a more robust definition of what CP is. But uh, definitely check that list out, guys. It was really interesting. It, it really made me take a whole new perspective on certain Pokemon. Um, but let's move on. Um, move on to another weekly segment we want to do, and this is uh, features we'd like to see in Pokemon Go. And I really, when I read yours, I really liked it. So why don't you uh, talk about that one a little bit, Phelan? Yeah, so mine's pretty simple. And all I want, um, similar to Pokemon, similar to items, is I want the ability to either transfer eggs or just straight up destroy eggs. Because mm -hmm. once you're, uh, you're only allowed to carry nine. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not sure if you can buy more space or not in the store for those. I don't think so, but I'm not sure. And they can quickly get filled up with, like, two-kilometer eggs. And the only way to, like, clear that out to make room for five or tens is to either is, – is to hatch them. And you can either spend money to get incubators or you have to do them one at a time with the infinite one, which mm -hmm. takes forever. Mm -hmm. And the two-kilometer eggs only give you, you know, Pidgeys, uh They can give Rattatats. you basics. They can give you – not basics, uh, starters, I mean, yeah. They I Pikachu, don't Squirtle. think so. I, I'm almost positive that I've got. Uh, I, Pikachu I mean, maybe I, I was told that those only st those uh start at the next level, the five kilometers. Okay, so but... here's according to that same website with the max CP. Here is what you can get from a 2K egg: Magikarp, Geodude, Z Zubat, Jigglypuff, Clefairy, Pikachu, Spearow, Raditz, Pidgey, Weedle, Caterpie, Squirtle, Charmander, Bulbasaur. Yeah, I mean, I'm so a little bit surprised by some of those. Um, obviously. It could be correct, but the point is, most of that list. Um, I mean, I guess I've never seen a Geodude yet. Uh, most of that list is very common, and yeah. you could go catch a hundred of them before you walk two kilometers to hatch the egg. Mm -hmm. So I would like to just clear out all my two kilometers. Um, whether, like I said, whether I can transfer them and get some sort of reward. Maybe like if you transfer an egg, you get a generic candy that can be put towards any Pokemon. That would um, be sick. Or, yeah, just something that allows me to, whether I would be willing to just straight up destroy them. Um, mm -hmm. If I get candy in return, that's even better. But, I, yeah, I'd like to be able to clear out some of those two-kilometer ones so I can yeah. try to get some of the, um, be able to hatch my five or tens with the incubators that I'm getting. Yeah, I 100% agree. I just want more egg room. And even if it involves clearing out, you know, some of my eggs, there's really no benefit in having, you know, six of the same type of egg. You might as well try to get some diversity. Yeah. Um, and my tip of the week has been a little bit of a – it's been a craze uh, after someone – Oh, we're on Features We Want. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we're on Features We Want. My – well, you see, my feature that I want has been a little bit of a craze. It was actually published in an article on uh, media.egfederation.com by this awesome Pokemon Go writer named The Blevins. Um, it's one of the features I actually wrote about. The Belvins? Is that the who you said? Oh, the Belvins? Oh, God. Um, it's called routes, um, and I don't want to go. We're we're running a little bit low on time, so I'm not going to go too deep into it. If you want to check out that article, feel free. But basically, what I want is the ability to take a look at your map and plot out a route before you go out on a poke walk. Plot out a route, you know, however long. Maybe it's 2K, maybe it's 5K. Maybe you can. The game can automatically plot that out. It's like, oh, I want to walk you know, in this area and I want to walk 2K and the, the game goes boop, 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 go here. And, and will it be like, will it take into consideration like here's how you can hit the most Pokestops? Yeah, Here's sure. how you Maybe can hit the most gyms? Or will it be like any here's where the most that. Pokemon are? Maybe you can do any or all of those things. At a high level, I just want the ability to plot something out, plot out a route and then be able to walk that route and have the game recognize that I completed it. Um, and maybe it gives me some stats on the route. This is how many Pokestops are going to be on this route. This is how many, this is how many, or this is like the types of a, a spread of Pokemon you're likely to see. It doesn't even need to tell me exactly what ones. I just want something so that I can, instead of just going outside and being like, well, I'm just going to walk until I find something new and end up 
either walking around in forever uh way too far away and then it getting dark or like me not knowing when i actually want to turn around or whatever um or me going out and then like the first three steps i take i catch a snorlax and i'm like uh yeah i'm good for today i'm gonna go back in i want to just like have a route get some stats on it be able to plot out more precisely what I'm doing and have the game recognize and potentially even reward me for doing those routes. Um, it's a little bit of an abstract concept, but I think it's a good idea. I think it's going to help people promote the fitness aspect of Pokemon Go a little bit better instead of just having people randomly go outside and just, you know, futz around and just sit at lures all day. You know, maybe there's some some stardust is like oh complete a five kilometer walk get a couple get some stardust you know or a five kilometer route get some stardust you know maybe they put a pokemon at the end of the route i don't know but i think there's a lot of ways that you could incentivize people for doing that and i think that it makes the fitness side of it a lot more structured for people which i think is a good thing so i'm gonna i have a couple negatives and one kind of positive that i want to talk about related to this idea okay the, the, we'll go with the positive first and i think i really like the idea but i would like it better if i could just like specify like hey i need to hit i want to hit 10 pokestops in one gym mm -hmm. find me the fastest route to do that yeah um, that would be, to awesome. be able to, to be able to hit 10 or whatever or mm -hmm. um be able to hit five and then a gym, and then be able to turn around and do it back. So mm -hmm. I could then hit 10 in total, or something along those lines. Mm -hmm. What I worry is that it's gonna, if there was some sort of routing system, it would cause problems in that people would do less exploring and just literally take the same route every day. Because once uh, gamers are all about min maxing and yeah. figuring out what's the best strategy. So, like, if you can figure out the least I need to walk to get the maximum amount of Pokeballs from mm -hmm. the Pokestops or whatever, I feel like people are going to stop the whole exploration aspect, which is something that's, you know, really cool about it. Um, yeah. And I, I agree. I think it's going to depend on, it, it's honestly going to depend on what the philosophy of the game is, what they actually want to accomplish with the game. Do they want to promote the fitness aspect of it where it's like, okay, we want people doing walks. We want people walking 5k a day. We want people doing this, that, and the other thing in, in terms of fitness, or do we want, people to you know take a second look at these historical uh stops these memorials these you know whatever these pokestops are do we want people exploring those things do we want people going to the holland land office for the first time in 20 years it's really going to depend on what niantic and pokemon want to do with this game and it's it, maybe it's possible that they do both maybe they put these routes in but they also put in a similar incentive for exploring new territory um you know going places you haven't gone hitting stops you haven't gone to i think that there's possibilities abroad abound i mean there's possibilities abound you could do any and all of these things i think maybe maybe yeah. i mean maybe they don't have maybe there's some like physical limitations of that but in theory all of those things can happen and i think having all of that is is gonna really make the game it's really gonna make the game a long-term uh a long-term success the, the other thing i worry about is when it comes to routing um google they i know they leverage google maps api mm -hmm. very heavily and google maps can only basically route you on streets mm. so it would take away the aspect of like walking through parks, yeah, um, anything like that, because like it it wouldn't be able to take that in, into consideration, which would be a shame. But I while you while you were uh, talking about you know just I don't know whatever you were just mentioning, like it popped in my head. You've heard of like uh, the beer mile, right? Where like mm -hmm. you drink a beer and run a mile or mm -hmm. whatever it is. I wonder if there's going to be like a Pokemon 5K where like like there's like you know four or five stops throughout a 5k run where you have mm -hmm. to stop catch a pokemon and then continue <laughs> continue maybe running they put the po maybe they maybe there's like a legend run every year where it's and like, then like stop first and catch per, yeah first first like 10 people get that like fit into the finish line can catch the mewtwo or something oh like my god you have no idea how much i would actually train, train. myself <laughs> to get in shape to get the mewtwo that's insane i would about. probably I would... hire someone from africa to take my phone and <laughs> 
I would train to get in shape to do it. I think I, I would train, but I don't know if I could be good enough. So I would just probably pay someone, but well, I would just pay someone to take out the other people like with like, uh, like tranquilizer darts or something. I mean, that works too. Yeah. Um, but let's move on. We've got some tips of the week and Phelan, you had, uh, you had one. Let's start with yours. Or did I put both of these? I don't remember. You put both of these, but oh, okay. I also know both of them, so I'll take this. I'll take the second one because I know that one a little bit better. Okay, let's right. go. L lucky. So my first one, or my tip of the week, is save your lucky eggs. Um, and this sounds a little bit vague. So basically, what you want to do is you have a lucky egg that doubles the amount of experience you get for thirty minutes. So what you want to do is you want to maximize the amount of experience you get in that in that amount of time. So don't do what I did and just like pop it and then just go like casually walk around and just take what you can get instead capture as many Pidgeys and Rattatas and Weedles and Caterpies or whatever's common in your area. Capture as many as you can transfer the candies and pop a lucky egg and just evolve the heck out of those bad boys. You get double the XP for every evolution. So you know, every 12 Pidgey candies ends up being, what, a 1,000 experience? Something like that? Uh, yeah. Being? Yeah. Yeah, so... I you, think that sounds right. You can get a ton of experience if you save up some some eggs. Uh, or, I, so, sorry, yeah, so, the lucky eggs and, and your uh, your common Pokemon candies. Yeah, I we talk, I kind of talked about this earlier, and yeah. that's kind of what I'm doing, mm -hmm. is saving up a bunch of evolutions. And my friend calculated out, assuming servers are kind of working, in a half hour, you should be able to evolve somewhere between 60 and 70 mm -hmm. Pokemon, assuming everything works as planned. Um, and that so that's, you could significantly jump up le uh, XP levels doing that. And yeah. the other big thing is, don't, as tempting as it can be, don't evolve Pokemon that you haven't found yet yeah so for instance i have tons of caterpie candy but i've never captured a metapod or a butterfree yet so on top of being able to evolve them into um a metapod and a butterfree i'm also going to get the double xp of finding a new pokemon mm -hmm. so it's going to be able to farm it even more um so that's just something to keep in mind as well yeah for sure and um you know i started you know on day zero or day one or whatever and i just wasted my lucky eggs like an idiot but i have a lucky egg now and i'm currently saving up pidgeys and caterpies and weedles and, and whatnot to do a, a lucky egg run um one thing you can do and i don't have the link handy but you can you can google it um there is a pidgey candy calculator somewhere so you can kind of depending on how many Pidgeys and, and candies you have, it can tell you exactly, like, you need to save this many Pidgeys, and you'll be able to evolve this many in this amount of time. Um, so if you're, if you're going to do it, take a look into that. Um, definitely the... Uh, I, I wouldn't say best, but it's definitely the most efficient way to use your Lucky Eggs. Yeah, and if you can somehow happen to be sitting between, like, Pokestops, too, because those give you XP as well. Yeah. I'm sure there's there's more ways to maximize, but... Well, uh, I don't think... I know... It's the, I think you're just wasting time not evolving things if you're taking Pokestops. And stuff yeah, like I guess, it. assuming you have enough to evolve, saving up, you know, 60 evolutions can be yeah, it's a not... lot for a lot of people. So it might not be within their realm of feasibility, but... Yeah. But uh, what... Uh, so what's the second one, then, Phelan? So, yeah, so the EV naming... Um, it, it, so I, some, I'm still finding some people, you know, a lot, a good majority of people don't even know about this, but uh, a lot of people have been starting to be let on and the word's kind of spreading like wildfire. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people were trying to figure out for the first, you know, week, week and a half, exactly how evolving, uh, EV into its three other options works and how, how you can control it. And some people mm -hmm. thought it was based on the team you chose, some people thought it was based on the ability that the EV had. Mm -hmm. um, I heard all sorts of crazy rumors and yeah. ideas, and it turns out that the the one way that is a hundred percent working the name. And um, in one of the episodes, the original uh, series, mm -hmm. Ash comes across some EV trainers who all have the evolutions. The EV brothers. Is that what they were called? Uh, maybe. Yeah, That's the battle. What they the battling. Are. The Battling Eevee Brothers was their official name. Yep. And uh, the, their names were Rainer, 
Sparky and Pyro. And you can probably figure out by their names which one had which. Obviously, Rainer had Vaporeon, Sparky Jolteon, Pyro had Flareon. But if you need name your EV Rainer, Sparky, or Pyro, it will change into whatever uh, association it has with it. So if you want to make sure you get a Jolteon, name it Sparky. Um, my girlfriend's tried this. It worked for her. I'm yeah. saving up, so I haven't quite tried it yet. It but worked for I, me it's, today with Rainer. Yeah. Um, so it seems like it's 100% efficiency so i am sure if you just google um ev if you just type evolution in pokemon name, go ev name it'll come up. yeah i'm sure you'll find an article on exactly what they were um because i had to look up rainer because i kind of forgot that name to begin yeah. with because that one's a little out there compared to sparky and pyro but yeah it's spelled r-a-i-n-e-r yep and so if you want you know if you want to guarantee which one you'll get that's that's how you do it that's how you do it but and here's props the real... to whoever figured that out yeah someone on reddit uh, is where I saw it at least. I bet you they were watching, doing the same thing I'm doing, and going back and watching the yep. original Pokemon episodes, and they saw, and they're like, "Huh, I wonder." But do you remember the name of the youngest Eevee brother who kept his Eevee, an Eevee? I haven't got to that episode yet. His name was Mikey. Okay. So Fun I'm wondering what happens if you keep your Eevee name Mikey. Maybe something happens. I don't know. I don't I'll know. have to try it when I go on my evolution we're spree. Have to try it. Um, but we're coming up to an end very quickly here. We've got one last topic we wanted to talk about. Um, Phelan, you mentioned this, and I, I've got some opinions on it. But why don't you introduce it? Yeah. So I I, I didn't I, I didn't think of this idea um, myself. I heard some other people kind of discussing it, mm -hmm. and um, I heard the Nerd Fusion crew. Uh, if you don't know who Nerd Fusion is, it's a so it's a media company. They're all streamers on Twitch. Mm -hmm. um, Sevidus, Giant Waffle, Dance Gaming, oh, okay, Bacon yeah. Donut, Pause and Pause. They're pretty big names. Yeah. But they were talking, <clears throat> and in the midst of all this has been the CSGO controversy mm -hmm. uh, with skins where people are getting, YouTubers mostly, are getting caught with the fact that they own a CSGO skin gambling website and never put forth that information mm -hmm. which is 100% illegal yeah and we're everyone's kind of waiting to see if you know maybe the FTC is gonna step in or is it too small of a deal like the people have estimated that these are like billion a billion dollar business so clearly there's some money um go floating around in there so I would be I feel like the FTC should step in but um they brought up the idea that basically any game that allows you to do any sort of trading and have API associated with it. Well, I guess you don't necessarily need the API. It just has to allow or facilitate trading. You could set up some sort of gambling website mm -hmm. to relate it. So it's like once everyone wants trading related to po the Pokemon Go to be a thing. So once that gets introduced, what's stopping you, uh, someone from setting it up? You trade them, you know, your Pokemon. Mm -hmm. It goes into a prize p a pool, random drawing. Someone wins all the Pokemon except yeah, one. The same exact That's the... way as as like CS:GO skin gambling. Yeah, for those of you that might not be aware of yeah. what the CS:GO skins is, that's basically how it works. You put in skins worth an amount, whatever amount you put in is your percentage. Basically, your percentage, your chance of winning. Mm -hmm. uh, a random number gets drawn associated to that. Whoever wins gets most like you know most of it. Uh, the website usually takes a cut, a yeah. small cut in a skin. So they yeah, in this case they would take. Yeah, they would keep a Pokemon or something like that. Yeah. Um, so it just it brings up the whole idea is, you know, like, is this going to become a, a thing once trading is implemented in the game? Obviously, you would have to – I assume trading is only going to work if you're close to someone. Yeah. But GPS spoofing is a common thing that has already happened in the game. So it yeah. wouldn't be hard to be able to, you know, just spoof yourself to a location to be able to trade. Right. And that actually brings me to my – so on on the one hand, I think that if trading happens and becomes the thing, just like you mentioned, I have to imagine that someone's going to start a Pokemon gambling ring. Uh, at the very least, it's going to be me. Um, but I'm going to be forthcoming <laughs> with it, so whatever. Yeah, you'll uh, be straightforward. So yeah, I'm like, covered. yeah, I run a Pokemon gambling ring. Do you have a problem with that? Uh, no? Okay, good. Um but like you said, so if it's only four people who are in a certain area, GPS spoofing does exist. Here's the problem is that because GPS spoofing exists, 
people can just farm Pokemon all over the world and can use GPS spoofing to basically just go out and catch whatever they want and farm Pokemon. And I think that if that somehow doesn't prevent that, the, you know, if it if they don't somehow prevent either prevent spoofing from happening or prevent um, gambling in some way that the market is going to be flooded because there's going to be people doing that as a profession just like farming snorlaxes and and dragon and you know dratinis you know with gps spoofing and selling them or tra or gambling them away or whatever uh i think that either it's going to be it's going to fundamentally not be able to happen uh either because of the limitations that they put on it or because the market is going to be flooded and pokemon aren't going to be worth anything yeah I, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I guess I understand where you're coming from, but like, even the people that are using <clears throat> the spoofing mm -hmm. for their GPS, like, they still, you, unless I'm, I guess, I mean, I guess you could know exactly where things spawn. Like, you yeah. still don't. Like, you can go to a certain places in the world. Like, oh, I know New York City has a bunch of Dodo. Oh, let me yeah. go there. But like, I can't just be like, oh, here's where Dragonites spawn. And just farm Dragonites. Or, like, here's where Snorlaxes spawn. Like, you still have to, right. like, go about encountering them and move around in the game. I think if they seriously looked at how rare they make Pokemon and made, like, Dratini's, like, way, way rarer, they might be able to have value. But, like... I feel like ninety percent of the Pokemon are going to be used are going to be valueless, which I guess is is how a lot of these markets end up working anyway, right? Like even like, you know, Magic Online, Magic the Gathering Online, like it the value of the cards is put in like the top one percent, like always. I guess that's how a lot of these markets end up end up looking. Like ninety nine percent of the stuff is worth nothing, and then one percent of the rare stuff is worth so much. So. I imagine that if there is a like third or a secondary market for Pokemon, it's not going to look good <laughs> for us who like want to get Dratinis and stuff because they're probably they're either going to be valueless and the trading isn't going to be fun because there's the market is so flooded because of spoofers, or they're going to be so rare that they're going to be like hundreds of dollars. Yeah, I mean, I could see it going either way. And, and I mean, I know for a fact that the spoofing is against the TOS sure. for the game as of right now. So, um, right. I if mean, the problem is, is that it's <laughs> so easy to just make a like all you need is a Google account. Yeah, and I was gonna say it, it's got to be fairly easy from their end to ban people too, because if they see you literally, it's like, hey, you were in New York, and now you're in Paris in five minutes. Like, clearly, that's not possible. So they obviously have probably have ways of banning people pretty easily for doing yeah. this. And they because it's against their TOS, they're more than welcome to do that. But yeah, I mean, time will tell. Yeah. Uh, if Assuming we get trading, everyone... I don't know if that's ever been confirmed. I think it was, actually. The, okay. There was a... It, it's at least a soft confirm. I think the um, CEO of Niantic did an interview with someone and basically, at the very least excuse me, heavily alluded to trading being... Okay, so I mean, only time will tell. Yeah. We just got to make sure we're the first ones out there with the website. Yeah, so uh, check out Pokemon Go Big Gamble, uh, .gg .vape. Uh That's where you can have all of your Pokemon Go gambling needs met. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but a very interesting topic, and... Um, we'll put a pin in that for now, and as you know, more things come out as to like how they're going to do it or not do it and whatnot, we will definitely keep you updated on that. Because I, like, honestly, if it's a real thing, I will probably look into starting some sort of business around it because it's, it's just awesome. Yeah, agreed. So, and I can help program it exactly, uh, and I will be the uh, spoof farmer. I mean, uh, definitely not going to spoof. Going to get them all. From. You'll be the head of the company, so if any problems come of it, you yeah. know, you're the Instead one Instead of just being an LLC, it's just going to be an LL me. Um, that doesn't even make sense. Uh, but <laughs> that's all we're going to talk about uh, for now. Uh, we're going to move on to our, our sad but true outro. Hopefully you guys are just finishing up your Pokey Walk, so we won't keep you very much longer. Um, 
Oh, I just thought about this. This is this spread is spread out. Spread out that last mile. This is, yeah, spread out the last mile. This is a this is a just thought of this thinking out loud right now. We need to put a segment in the show where it's like, okay, guys, if you are on your Poke Walk right now, we're halfway through the show. Start walking back. That that's the thing we need to start working in. So, or yeah. okay, at, uh, we can start a timer and at various like every ten minutes we can be like, it has been ten minutes. Please do ten jumping jacks. That's cool too. If you guys like any of those ideas, let us know. Um, and this actually segues right into it. If you if you like anything, let us know. If there's anything that you know, just give us your feedback. Basically, <laughs> uh, tweet at us on Twitter at pgobig on Twitter. You can also email us at Pokemon Big or excuse me, wow, Pokemon Go Big Podcast at Gmail dot com. Uh, Phelan, where can we find you, buddy? Uh, you can find me on my couch in a few minutes playing Pokemon <laughs> Gold. Ooh. Yeah, I've been kicking, been, while I have, for the times that I can't go out and go for a walk, I've been starting to play Pokemon Gold again. Nice. So that's been fun. Um, you can also find me on Twitter at Phelan, F-A-I-L-3-N. That's probably the best place to reach me. If you have any questions or comments about the show, um, I'm likely to answer back as long as, you know, you're not being the too result. mean to me. <laughs> Do you have any last minute shout outs or anything um no i, I don't think so uh it, it, shout out to uh all the server programmers at niantic because <laughs> i imagine they're they probably haven't been home in weeks no probably not um and you guys can always find me on twitter as well at the underscore blevins on twitter um i think that's probably the best place to get at me for Pokemon Go stuff. You can also check out my articles over at media.egfederation.com. Like I said, I just wrote, I just, I, I didn't just write it. I just published a Pokemon Go article there. Uh, I also write about Overwatch there as well. Um, but I think that's, that's all for this episode. I hope you guys liked it. Let us know what you like and don't like. Let us know what you want to hear us talk about and stuff. Um, enjoy your guys' Pokewalks. And uh, remember, until next time, be safe, catch some more Pokemon, and Pokemon go big or Pokemon go home. <laughs>